Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dr. Armen. Yes, Dr. Armen, Professor Armen Astvatsatrian from Yerevan, Armenia. And today we'll talk about my dear students and colleagues about ectopic supraventricular rit rhythms. Ectopic supraventricular rhythms. So various rhythms result from supraventricular foci. Foci, usually in the atria. Okay, so various r rhythm result results from supraventricular foci, usually in the atria. So diagnosis is by electrocardiography. Many are asymptomatic. Now, in 19 95%, 99% even. Many are asymptomatic and require no treatment. But anyway, we have to know about it. So uh, today we will talk about uh, five principal moments. Topic supraventricular rhythm include rhythms include so atrial premature beats, atrial tachycardia, multifo multifocal atrial tachycardia, non-paroxysmal junctional tachycardia, so junctional tachycardia, wandering atrial pacemaker. Atrial premature beats or premature atrial contractions, so the same thing, huh? or just uh, in uh, atrial extrasystole. Uh, are common episodic impulses. They may occur in normal hearts with, uh, with or without precipitating factors. What precipitating factors? For example, coffee, tea, alcohol, pseudoephedrine, tobacco, or maybe a sign of cardiovascular, cardiopulmonary, cardiopulmonary disorder. So, especially they are uh, very common in patients with copt coepidia, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. They occasionally cause palpitations, oh. feelings of palpitations. Atrial premature beats. So, in lead, okay, uh, I, I will try to show you uh, in lead two after two second beat of sinus origin, and I'll show you now. I will show. Uh, the T-wave is deformed by the atrial premature beat or uh, just extrasystole. Atrial premature beat is atrial extrasystole because the atrial premature beat occurs relatively early during the sinus cycle. The sinus node pacemaker is reset and the pose less than fully compensatory precedes the next sinus beat. Okay, I will show this one to you in my manner. I'm sorry. So if there are problems, you can put the pose uh, on this video and see it more carefully. Okay. Yes, this is atrial premature bit. You see this atrial premature or atrial, atrial extrasystole. Yes, and this is QRS complex and the not fully compensatory pose. Okay. Mm -hmm. So may, we may put pose to see it more carefully. Okay, may I show you, may I show sinus rhythm with atrial premature beats? Uh, okay, with arrows, huh? I will show this in arrows. Yes, I can? Okay, just a minute. So sinus rhythm with atrial premature beats uh, with, red, with red or purple arrows. So you see sinus rhythm with atrial premature beats. And I put it in arrows, red, red arrows, okay? Uh, yes, I understand that the quality of picture is not very good, but you can put pose and see that. So you see this on your monitor. Yes, this premature bit with not fully compensatory pose. 
Okay? And QRS complex is not aberrant at all. Good? Okay. So, atrial premature beats. <clears throat> atrial premature beats can be maybe normally, aberrantly, or not conducted and are usually followed, usually, but not a compensatory pulse. Aberrantly conducted atrial premature beats, usually with right bundle branch block morphology, must be distinguished from premature beats of ventricle origin. So actually, atrial, uh, atrial premature beat with right bundle branch morphology so must be uh, distinguished for premature beats of ventricular origin. Uh, these are nuances. Huh? Atrial escape beats are ectopic atrial beats that emerge after long sinus pauses or sinus arrest. They may be single of multiple escape. Uh, no, they may be they may be single or multiple escape beats from a single focus may produce a continuous rhythm called ectopic atrial rhythm. Heart rate is typically slower, P-wave morphology is a typical different, and PR intervals is slightly shorter than in a sinus rhythm. Okay. Atrial tachycardia. Atrial tachycardia is a regular rhythm caused by the consistent rapid atrial activation from a single atrial focus. Heart rate is usually 150 to 200 beats per minute. However, with a very rapid atrial rate, noodle dysfunction or digital toxicity, toxicity, AV block, may be present, and ventricular rate may be slower. Mechanisms include enhanced atrial automaticity and intraatrial reentry. Atrial tachycardia is the least common form, 5% of supraventricular tachycardia, and usually occurs in patients with a structural heart disorder. Other causes include atrial irritation. Atrial irritation actually pericarditis, for example. The drugs, the same digoxin, alcohol and toxic gas inhalation. Symptoms are those or others tachycardias, uh, for example, lightheadedness, dizziness, palpitations and rarely syncope. So actually concerning um, uh, symptoms, complaints, we will talk just later. Huh? Diagnosis is by electrocardiography, P waves, which all differ in morphology from the normal sinus P waves. Uh, precede QRS complexes, but may be hidden within the preceding T wave. So uh, concerning true atrial tachycardia, I will show you true uh, narrow QRS tachycardia arises from an abnormal automatic focus on intraatrial reentry in the atria, and that is why the QRS complexes is um, can we can say normal. So P waves precede the QRS complexes. It's often a long PR, PRP tachycardia, uh, so PR less than RP, but maybe a short RP tachycardia, PR more than RP interval if atrial node conduction is low. So, I'll try to show you this, true atrial tachycardia, okay? So, once again, I, have the, I know, I understand that not very good quality, but you can put the, your uh, video on pause and see it more carefully. So, true atrial tachycardia, silver play. 
Okay, that's that's it. Uh, you see, uh, true atrial tachycardia with P waves uh, here. Okay, that's right. With red arrows, you see P waves, and this is true atrial tachycardia. You can put pulse to see it very more carefully. So, vagal maneuvers may be used to slow the heart rate, allowing visualization of P waves with when they are hidden, but these maneuvers do not usually terminate the atrial, the arrhythmia, demonstrating that AV node is not an obligate part of the arrhythmia circuit. Treatment involves managing causes and slowing ventricular response rate using a beta blocker or calcium channel blocker. Uh, an episode may be terminated by direct current cardioversion. Pharmacological approaches to ter termination and prevention of atrial tachycardia include antiarrhythmic drugs in class 1A, 1C, or 3. So, concerning drugs, huh? So, 1C, 1A, 1C, or third class of antiarrhythmics by Wogan Williams, of course. If these non invasive measures are ineffective, alternatives include overdrive pacing and ablation. Uh, multifocal atrial tachycardia or migration of sinus rhythm, migration of uh, pacemaker, multifunctional, uh, multifocal atrial tachycardia. Chaotic atrial tachycardia is an irregularly irregular rhythm caused by the random discharge of multiple ectopic atrial fossae. By definition, heart rate is more than 100 beats per minute. Except for the rate, features are the same as those of wandering atrial pacemaker. Ah, so wandering, uh, yes, wandering atrial pacemaker, I'm sorry, is a migration huh, of, a, of pacemaker. Symptoms when they occur uh, are those of rapid tachycardia. Yes, yes, of course, wandering atrial pacemaker is migration of uh, the pacemaker. A multifocal atrial tachycardia can be due to an underlying pulmonary disorder such as chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, but it's also caused by underlying cardiac disease such as coronary artery disease and electrolyte abnormalities such as hypokalemia. Treatment is directed at the underlying disorder. Non-paroxysmal junctional tachycardia is caused by abnormal automatity in the AV node or adjacent tissue, which typically follows open-heart surgery, acute inferior myocardial infarction, myocarditis, and, or digital toxicity. Toxicity. Heart rate is 60 to 100 beats per minute. Thus, symptoms are usually absent. Absent. ECG shows regular non normal appending QRS complexes without in, in identifiable P waves or with retrograde P waves inverted in the in, in um, inferior inferior leads that occur shortly before zero point less than were 0.1 second or or after the QRS complex so the rhythm is distinguished from paroxysmal supraventricular tachycardia by the lower heart rate and uh, gradual onset of and offset gradual onset and offset Treatment is directed at causes. So, uh, yes, wandering atrial pacemaker, multifocal atrial rhythm is an irregular, irregularly irregular rhythm caused by random discharge of multiple ectopical atrial fossae. So, actually, this is 
migration of pacemaker. Huh? By definition, heart rate is less than 100 beats per minute. This arrhythmia most typically occurs in, uh, in patients uh, have, who have a pulmonary disorder. And they're hypoxic, acidotic, uh, theophylline in the intoxicated, or this combination. On ECG, P-wave morphology differs from bit to bit, and there are more than three distinct P-wave morphologies. More than three. The presence of P-wave distinguishes the wandering atrial pacemaker from atrial fibrillation. Throat treatment is directed by causes. Huh? But uh, I uh, think let's talk about uh, what are premature atrial contractions, extracystallate. Huh? So what happens? Uh, now, I now I want to talk not only with doctors but with patients also. I know that a lot of patients see these lectures and ask me questions. So what? So th this is not for so uh, this part. Not, not just for doctors, but for the patients also. So what are premature atrial contractions? So do you feel like your heart misses a bit? There is a good chance that what you noti noticed with the heartbeat that happened sooner than it usually does. When that happens and then follows up with a fluttery or skipped bit, it could be a premature atrial bit. You might also you might you might also hear it called atrial ectopic beats or atrial premature beats or atrial uh, extrasystole. They are common and most of the time they don't need uh, treatment. So what happens? I don't know. Can could we show this? No, we can't. Anyway, so your heart, uh, as you know, my dear patient, uh, four chambers. The upper two are the atria. Hmm? Atrium and plural atria. If, you are, if your heart's electrical system triggers the early or extra beat in the atria, the result is a premature atrial contraction. A similar con um, condition, premature ventricle conduction, PVC, huh? premature ventricle conduction, starts in the lower chambers called ventricles of your heart. So premature is extra. Uh, at, at any time, your heart shifts out of the usual symptom. Doctors call it in arrhythmia. There are lots of different kinds, including premature atrial contractions. So when you have a, a, a premature atrial contractions, you might notice, no, notice a flutter in your chest, a fatigue after exercise, shortness of breath, or chest pain, lightheadedness, or dizziness. So causes, doctors don't always know the cause. We so no, don't always know the cause, but the, 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 these things can make premature atrial contractions more likely. So pregnancy, if you're a lady, of course, <laughs> high blood pressure, heart disease, or hyperthyroidism, stress or fatigue, caffeine, alcohol, smoking, cold or high, uh, high fever medicine. Huh? Uh, asthma medicine, dehydration. Usually, premature atrial contractions have no clear cause and no health risks. In most cases, premature atrial contractions aren't a sign of heart disease and just happened naturally. But some people who have premature beats, atrial beats, uh, 
uh, turn out of to have related heart conditions. So premature atrial contraction due to cardiomyopathy, a weakened heart muscle, or coronary artery disease, fatty deposits in your blood vessels, cholesterol. If your doctor finds that you have a condition related to the premature heart beats, you will work together with your doctor in tandem to make a treatment plan. When you are have a single or occasional premature atrial contractions, there is usually no need to seek medical treatment no, at all. But if you have premature atrial contractions often or if they really bother you, just see a doctor. Based on your symptoms, your doctor may order one or more of these tests, electrocardiogram, CCG. So this test will show you if you have an arrhythmia, halter monitor. This is a portable version of an ECG that you will wear for one or two days. It tracks the electrical activity of your heart for your doctor to study. Exercise stress test. This test tests uh, you attached to an ECG while doing physical activity, like running or walking on a treadmill or riding a stationary bike. Echocardiogram. This test uses sound waves to measure how well your heart valves and muscles work. So concerning treatment, the, if your test results show that you have other heart, uh, other heart related problems, sorry, yeah, your doctor will recommend a treatment plan for you. Most of the time, though premature atrial contractions don't, don't need treatment, so don't rape your doctor. Huh? If you have severe symptoms or find them uh, bothersome, treatments can include lifestyle changes, lower stress, stop smoking at all, cut back on caffeine, if you, if you find good coffee with caffeine, of course, and uh, treat other uh, health issues like sleep apnea and high blood pressure. Medicines for arrhythmia, why not? The, take medications that are used to cut down on your... Uh, to, to cut down on your... Uh, no, so take medications that are used to cut down on uh, or end uh, premature heartbeats. This is concerning premature atrial beats. Uh, concerning atrial tachycardia, yes, atrial tachycardia. So this is a type of abnormal heart rhythm or arrhythmia. It occurs uh, when the electrical signal that controls the heartbeat starts from unusual location in the upper chambers, so atria and rapidly repeats, causing the atria to beat too quickly concerning atria. A normal heartbeat begins with an electrical impulse from the sinus node, sinus region. A single point in the, uh, a single point in the heart's right atrium, right upper chamber. During atrial tachycardia, an electrical impulse outside the sinus node fires repeatedly, often due to a short circuit, so circular electrical pathway. Electrical circles the uh, circles the atria again and again, causing the upper chambers to contract more than 100 times per minute. So, uh, I remember you uh, um, recall uh, a normal heart rate is between 60 and 100 beats per minute. So the gap from 60 to 100. This gap is normal. More than this is tachycardia, less is bradycardia. The rapid heart contractions prevent the chambers from the filling completely between heart beats. Between beats. And this is a problem. 
the rapid heart contractions prevent the chambers from the filling completely the beats. An arrhythmia centered in the upper chambers of the heart is called the supraventricular tachycardia, literally fast heart beat above the ventricles. So lower chambers. Ventricles love lower chambers. Atrial tachycardia usually occurs for brief periods and starts and stops spontaneously. That's called paroxysmal atrial tachycardia. If it's continuous, it's called persistent atrial tachycardia. Atrial tachycardia may cause no symptoms at all or may, ca or may cause any of the following. So, for example, palpitations, uh, a fluttering in the chest, fainting, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, heart failure. Atrial tachycardia occurs most commonly in elderly patients and those with other types of heart disease, though thought, though, sorry, though it's occasionally appears in children, younger people, and those with healthy hearts. Causes include a stretched atrium resulting from the high blood pressure, so remodeling of these hearts, so hypertension, or from cardiomyopathy. A previous heart attack. Uh, exclusive use of alcohol, cocaine, and other stimulants. An irritable focus when cells outside the sinus nodes start generating an electrical impulse automatically on their own. Sometimes atrial tachycardia is idiopathic, meaning doctors can find no specific cause. Incessant, prolonged atrial tachycardia may lead to cardiomyopathy, a weakening of the heart muscle, and heart failure. This type of cardiomyopathy is often reversible if the atrial tachycardia can be controlled. Sometimes atrial tachycardia can lead to another, more serious type of arrhythmia called atrial fibrillation. But atrial fibrillation is not for today. Actually, we talked about atrial fibrillation. So how is atrial tachycardia diagnosed? Atrial tachycardia can sometimes be diagnosed in your physician in your uh, office with an electrocardiograph so, or physician's office, ECG. But when atrial tachycardia is an occasional event, an, of, an, office, ECG may, an office ECG may be normal. It, in, if this is the case, if this is the case, your doctor may give you an ECG monitor to wear it home that will record your heart rhythm over the time. So this includes a halter monitor, a portable ECG you, you wear continuously for one to seven days to record your heart rhythm over time, event monitor, a portable ECG you wear for one or two months, uh, which records only when triggered by an abnormal heart rhythm or when you're manually activated. Implantable monitor. And implantable monitor, a tiny event monitor inserted under your skin, worn for several years to record events that only seldom take place. However, treatment decisions are based on a more fine-tuned study or where and how the electrical signals are produced. So a doctor may recommend an electrophysiological study, electrophysiological study, of your heart during which a narrow flexible tube called a catheter is threaded through a vein to your heart under light sedation. Fine wires inside the catheter can help print, print point of in the origin 
of the errant electrical signal. Electrophysiology testing is generally combined with catheter ablation. Uh, catheter ablation, a procedure that aims to cure the arrhythmia by cauterizing its source. This is ablation. Huh? Ablation. Uh -huh. So actually, how is atri how, how is atrial tachycardia treated? Atrial treatment of any underlying conditions. Catheter ablation. Okay. Catheter ablation to destroy specific patches of heart muscle that are incorrectly produced in producing electrically signals, usually performed at the same time as an electrophysiological study. Medications to control the heart rhythm, including beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, or antiarrhythmic medications such as flecainid, propofenone, or amiodarone. For more information about arrhythmias, you will have to talk to your doctor. That concerning uh, tachycardia, right? So let's about multifocal atrial tachycardia. What multifocal? Multifocal arterial tachycardia, MAT, is a type of irregular heartbeat in which the heartbeat faster than it should. It's one of many types of heart arrhythmias or irregular heart rhythms. When your heart beats normally, they are between 60 and 100 beats per minute. Anytime the heart beats uh, faster than 100 beats per minute, it's called uh, tachycardia. Tachycardia. Huh? So tachy, rapid, fast. This happens because it's the signals that control your heartbeat aren't working right. In this type of tachycardia, those irregular signals come from three or more places in the heart, upper chambers, atria. That where the math jams its name, multifocal, multifocal atrial tachycardia, math. So that is what math jets its name. Multifocal means having more than one focus. Antiatrial refers to the uh, upper two uh, 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 to the heart's two upper chambers. So called atria. So one is atrium, more atria. Greek, Greek term, of course. The doctors don't know exactly. So we what causes math? Part of the re of the reason is poorly understood is that math isn't very common type of arrhythmia. Math usually happens in older people uh, with an average age of 70, 70. But it sometimes also happens in children or young adults. It's more common, common in men and in people with one or more other health problems. These problems may include chronic lung disease, acute respiratory failure, coronary artery disease, congestive artery failure, diabetes, chronic kidney failure, pneumonia, sepsis. Sometimes math happens in people after major surgery. It also can happen in people who have an imbalance of electrolytes, such as magnesium or potassium. People taking certain medication used to treat heart or lung problems may be more likely to have math. Uh, the, the diagnosis. Sometimes people with math have these signs, heart, uh, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, chest pain, a feeling of being lightheaded. A blacking out. But many times people with math don't feel like their heart isn't um, beating normally or noticed or notice other signs. Doctors often find it unexpectedly in people with other health problems. It's hard to tell from a, a form of physical, a physical exam if a person has a math has math. But this irregular heart rate will, will slow up 
show up, sorry, show up in ECG. This test, electrocardiogram, this test records electrical signals in the heart. If, the, if, if we find MAT on ECG, you, your, pulse pay, uh, your pulse may also be fast and irregular, so heart rhythm. Without an ECG, it 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 would be hard to tell the difference between math and some other types of arrhythmia. Math itself is, isn't usually life-threatening, but if you have it, it's likely that you have other uh, serious conditions, and those can be can be very serious. In most cases, the best way to treat math is to treat the other health problems. Once those are more controlled, the heart irregularity will like get better, very likely. Treatment used by, uh, by doctors to correct other arrhythmias usually don't work to treat math. Sometimes math go always and then comes back. If you have an electro electrolyte imbalance, your doctor may start by trying to correct it. Electrolytes include sodium, potassium, calcium and magnesium. So your doctor may recommend other treatments such as for example beta blocker or calcium channel blockers depending on what other conditions you have, if you have math that doesn't go away, your doctor may consider whether surgery is an option. People uh, with math often need treatment in the hospital or intensive care unit, ICU. Keep it to mind that because or other of the other health problems, people with math tend to have not uh, the abnormal heart rhythm itself. Uh, Okay, about junctional tachycardia, some words. Tachycardia is when your heart beat faster than normal, even when you are not doing anything. Junctional tachycardia is a form of supraventricular, supraventricular tachycardia, a type of racing pulse caused by a problem in the atria between the upper and lower chambers. If your heart is known as an atrioventricular node or AV node, so symptoms are include the racing of fluttering heart, shortness of breath, sweat, headache, dizziness or lightness, fainting. An issue with your uh, heart's electrical uh, wiring system can lead to junctional tachycardia. Uh, you may also be, be born with it, or it might happen later. Drug use or anxiety could trigger this condition. In some cases, an injury during heart surgery may be the cause. So uh, we will ask you your your health history and symptoms. Uh, doctors do will do an electrocardiogram, so sometimes called an ECG, to look at the electrical pulsing of your heart. They also look for signals, a sign, sorry, uh, that you have AV node has taken over the rhythm setting job of the heart. That's normal. The sinus nodes job, job. Your doctor might do more tests to rule out the other co other causes. This could be heart and thyroid conditions or mental health issues such as anxiety. The tests include blood tests for checking uh, for conditions like heart disease, holter monitor to track the heart activity for 20 hours or 40 hours or more, chest x-rays for pictures, vis visualization techniques of your heart and lungs, echocardiograms so on visual technique to check uh, your heart size, strength and ability to pump. If surgery caused uh, your junctional tachycardia, symptoms will typically show up to uh, 6 to 72 hours after the procedure. Special machines in the hospital will spot it. So your doctor might also notice a fall in both blood pressure and the heart's pumping power. 
So treatment, your doctor might suggest a wait and see approach. Uh, must suggest a wait and see approach if your symptoms aren't causing major problems. So wait and see. Try to avoid triggers like uh, nicotine, so tobacco, alcohol, and caffeine. They may uh, street drugs. I don't talk about street drugs. Huh? They may also tell you about these treatments. At home treatments, uh, there are movements uh, that may help lower your pulse during an episode, so your doctor can show you how to do them. So they include, for example, drive. Uh, sorry, dive reflex. This is when you quickly put your face into water, especially cold water. Valsalva maneuver. This is kind of like straining during a bowel movement. Huh? Your attempt to push, uh, to push air out of your lungs while you block the flow at your throat or nose. Carotid sinus massage. This uh, gentle pressure on your neck where the carotid, carotid uh, artery splits into the branches. Eyeball massage. Uh, press gently on your eyes while they are closed, of course. Medications. In some prescriptions, drugs like calcium channel blockers, <coughs> amiodarone, digoxin, beta blockers, or calcium channel blockers can help. Uh, uh, yes, uh, beta blockers can help uh, lower your pulse. <coughs> Catheter ablation. Catheter ablation. If your symptoms don't get better, your doctor might suggest a procedure called catheter ablation, also known as radiofrequency ablation. This is when doctors use radio waves to destroy a tiny bit of heart tissue in the atria that might trigger your tachycardia. It takes uh, two to four hours. You usually go home the same day. Catheter ablation is uh, typically safe, but it could damage blood vessels or lead to infection. Yeah, maybe. And wandering atrial pacemaker uh, or migration of migration of uh, yes migration of uh, natural pacemaker. So wandering atrial pacemaker is a type of heart arrhythmia, and arrhythmia it's a problem with the rhythm or rate of of your heartbeat. Types of arrhythmias include the extra beats, fast or slow heart rate, or in irregularly that occurs in the lower chambers of your heart. Some arrhythmias are serious medical conditions. Others are common and nothing to be worried about it at all. In most cases, a wandering atrial pacemaker is no cause for concern. To be safe, you should see your doctor if you are experiencing unusual heartbeat. Your heart has, once again, huh? so your heart has two upper chambers, the, the right and left atria. It also has two lower chambers, the right and left ventricles. So your blood follows a specific path through them to move blood properly through your body, through your body. First, oxygen-dependent blood from your body moves into your right atrium. From there, it moves into the right ventricle. That is pumped up into your lungs. After it picks up oxygen from your lungs, it moves into your left atrium. Then it moves into your left ventricle. From there, the oxygen-rich blood is pumped to the rest of your body. So the, to move blood between the chambers of your heart, your heart muscle needs to contract, needs to contract. In other words, your atria and ventricles squeeze to move blood through your heart and body. So these uh, contr uh, contractions are controlled by the electrical impulses that, comes, uh, that come from specialized cells. 
These cells are able to conduct electricity and transmit impulses along the more cells to more cells. They cause your heart chambers to contract following a certain rate and rhythm that keeps your blood moving. Uh, so, CA node, sinus region. A set of cells on the top of your rate atrium called uh, your sinoatrial node, is it, or sinus region, controls the rate and rhythm of your heart's electrical impulses. For this reason, it's often called your natural pacemaker. It's responsible for initiating your heart contractions and therefore be uh, beating uh, the appropriate, rhythm uh, appropriate rate and rhythm. As uh, sinus region node or natural pacemaker doesn't work alone. It has important partners that helps conduct electrical impulses through your, uh, through your heart. From your sinus region, electrical impulses move to an AV node. The set of cells is located a light further down in your heart. In conveys the electrical, the, it conveys the electrical impulses onto fibers that carry uh, the signals through your uh, heart. This maintains your heart's synchronized contractions. So a wandering atrial pacemaker is an arrhythmia that occurs when the control of your heart's electrical impulses wanders from your sinus region to your AV node. So sinus region to AV node. A wandering atrial pacemaker can occur in different situations such as when you are working out or sleeping. It's almost never a cause of, it's, it's almost never a cause for concern. In some cases, it produces an irregular irregularity in your heartbeat. It, in other cases, it doesn't. So you may not even notice when it's happening. Anyone can anyone can get a wandering atrial pacemaker, but it's but it's more common in other other adults and young children. Young children and other adults. And also, it's also common in athletes in and other people who are in an excellent physical excellent physical condition. Condition. This is reason for this are unknown. In most cases, doctors don't know what causes a wandering atrial pacemaker. In, in rare cases, it can be caused by digoxin toxicity. Digoxin, di or digoxin. This is a treatment for arrhythmia and for heart failure. This is a complication of digitalis therapy, which is used to treat some heart conditions. So, uh, an electrocardiogram is a diagnosis tool that your doctor can use to measure the electrical activity in your heart. An ECG reading looks like a series of waves. This, uh, there is a peak that represents the contraction of your right atrium, so P-spike, caused by your sinoatrium node. It's known as the P-wave. So your doctor can tell that you have a wandering atrial pacemaker if you have an irregularity in the P-wave uh, on your ECG. So the shape, size, and position of your P-wave make look different. So in most cases, a uh, wandering atrial pacemaker doesn't require treatment, but you will need treatment in the condition a coast is caused by digoxin toxicity. This is a potential side effects of digital therapy. Digitalis, uh, digitalis is a medicine used to treat some heart conditions. So your doctor may also uh, advise you to stop taking digitalis or just adjust your dose. 
Yeah, yes, so once again, uh, maybe concerning multifocal atrial tachycardia that we talk about is, but if you suspect you have a, wa a wandering atrial pacemaker or other arrhythmia, make an appointment with your doctor. You may also actually have multifocal atrial tachycardia. This is another type of arrhythmia that is similar to wandering atrial pacemaker, but more serious. If you have multifocal atrial tachycardia, the, uh, the nodes in your heart fire off electrical impulses at the same time, this often causes a rapid heart rate, which distinguishes it from wandering atrial pacemaker. So this type of arrhythmia can cause serious problems and needs treatment. So actually, I think this largely largely enough concerning uh, topic subtraventricular rhythms. 40 minutes, it's okay. So thank you for your attention. Don't forget to subscribe our channels and follow this. And yes. Uh, don't forget to make your donation because we exist due to, to your donation this channel <laughs> so you can find donation options donating options how to donate in uh, description of this video in YouTube or other worlds so it will be highly appreciated bye God bless you